This is Wednesday, Winwood Radio, 5 o'clock. I'm Ian Hamilton Trottier. You've tuned in to discussions of truth. What a slate coming up. We're approaching the month of May, and this will be an incredible month. Not to mention today's lineup. Let's start off May with five-time Emmy Award winner John Barber and John We'll be discussing, he's going to be going into something called the Garrison Tapes. Jim Garrison, former uh, Attorney General for the Parish uh, of New Orleans. If I've got that phrase accurate. He will be discussing, this is a guy that's won five Emmys for his research, and also, news research, and also, he used to have uh, a uh, radio show in L.A., uh, and also for uh, basically being the pioneer, the, the, what some people refer to him as the godfather of reality TV. Yes, dating back to 1979. Real people. John Barber will be joining Discussion of Truth and Winwood Radio 5.15 p.m. on May 1st. That would be next week, next Saturday. Tanya Rashid, Rashid is scheduled to, uh, to join us uh, as well uh, next week. Uh, she'll open up the program. Uh, she's a journalist, uh, Columbia University, a degree from Columbia University, master's degree in broadcast journalism. Um, she, her her work has been shown on AJ Jazeera, uh, CNN, uh, and Vice, uh, and uh, she will be talking about um, various things. But one thing would be uh, Al Gore's Global Network TV. Uh, she has some interesting things to say about being a Muslim wo- uh, woman um, in a, a very Caucasian state. Uh, I'll get into more of that with her when she joins us next week. Okay, so that's uh, May 1st, um, and also coming our way next month will be James Tracy. If you're, if you're local to Florida, I broadcast that at, at, at Miami. If you're local to Florida, you may have heard of a guy that took a stance on uh, certain, uh, certain events that he refers to as being staged events, i.e. Sandy Hook. Uh, he's got a doctorate. He uh, was tenured professor at FIU. And, uh, and he lost his job because of his stance on Sandy Hook. Um, and he says that that was basically a false flag. If you're not familiar with what a false flag is, uh, to simplify it for you, um, he says that Sandy Hook was a hoax. Okay, it's a, it's, a, it's a conspiracy theory, if you will. Absolutely it is. And, you know, my issue is that if you come out with a theory going to JFK, the Lee Harvey Oswald. If you question that, then you're called, you know, you're called a conspiracy theorist. Theorist. And there's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with questioning your government. Because you are the government. That's right. You, me, everyone else, we're all we. We make up the government. Let's not forget that. That's the design of the U.S. Constitution. We, the people. So those people in government per se, they're all working for you and me. So you have every right. Uh, I'm animated, aren't I? You have every right to question your government, and you should be questioning your government regardless of what country you live in. Uh, 
James Tracy. It will be followed down to the 22nd. That we will follow with James Tracy on the May 29th with David Icke. He's a big name. You probably haven't heard of him. If you have heard of him, it's because you have followed his alternative theories and alternative news uh, items, a, a, a different ways of looking at um, looking at uh, the garbage that we're fed on on TV. Okay, um, and then uh, next month, next next week, we'll be uh, we'll be receiving uh, for a second time on this program, James Perloff. Okay, so. Um, we will open up today's program by means of guests. Curtis Kallenbach will be joining us in about 10 minutes. And rising pop artist from Austria will be Alessa XO will be joining us. And uh, that's all I have to say. We're going to get the rest from her. Impeach mass media. Campaign that I started. I've I, I, I've been doing this show for for a couple of years now, and I and I started this show because a friend of mine had me looking into the local spray that was very controversial called uh, uh, Dibrom, and it just so happened that Dibrom and the virus Zika, and there were two places in the U.S. that it hit San Diego and, and, and here in Miami. It just so happens that the Rockefeller family owns a patent on their Zika. You, can, you pop it into your search engine, your, your favorite search engine. This is this is fact. The Rockefeller family owns a patent on the Zika virus. They also are the largest shareholders of the Chevron Chemical Corporation that, that, that designed and engineered and formulated uh, Dibrom, which is – and here's the catch. Both of those things, argumentally, uh, both of those things cause microcephaly, which is the shrinking of a child's head in a developing fetus, okay, or a fetus – it causes brain damage. Both yes, both of those things. So 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 why would those be used? That chemical, dibrom, is banned in the European Union. Okay, so that opened up a door for me, and then it led to another door and another door, and that's why I do what I do. Because I feel like mass media feeds us a bunch of garbage. All right, and it's up to you and me to do our own research. So here I'm doing my part. I'm inviting you to do your part, and I'll be right back with Alessa XO. Up a little Metallica for you, and I'm out.
Quiero que sepas que tú te ves buena Y no he visto ninguna mujer verse más buena que tú en mi vida entera Son quiero que cojas esto hey. Una libra de cadera en esta dedo Dos libras de cadera en esta dedo Tres libras de cadera en esta dedo Tú la... Okay, and I'm back. I was trying to cue up a little bit of music for her introduction. Uh, reception is poor at the moment in the studio. I have on the line with us rising pop star from Austria, uh, Alessa XO. Alessa, uh, she goes by the state name, Alessa Achinger. She goes by the name, stay in Alessa XO, grew up in a small town in the south of Austria with limited musical opportunities. However, she did not allow that to stop her from attaining her dreams and striving to become a groundbreaking success. She's uh, performed live in London, Austria. Uh, those are the two I know of and in, in, in New York. Alessa, how are you? Yeah. Fantastic. You're in New York? Yes, I'm actually in West Village, New York right now. It's such a beautiful day outside today. Very warm, very sunny, beautiful day. We were at the pool prior to this. It was very, very nice. Excellent. Um, now you've got um, you've got a you've got one hit that uh, that that's gained quite a bit of uh, quite a bit of notoriety and popularity. Uh, tell us about um, tell us about uh, tell us about that a little bit. Yes. So um, yes, we just um, worked on the body painting festival in Austria. And we, uh, me and my team, we actually, so I wrote the anthem for it. It's called We Are One. Right. Um, and it was meant as a political message about unity and um, how artistry brings out the unity in people. And if you've ever been to a body painting festival, you know, um, there's people from all over the world. They come from, you know, Australia, America, New Zealand. And, you know, they're all painted in different colors and as different, there's artists from everywhere, like makeup artists. Um, painting artists, you know, <clears throat> singers, songwriters, everything, DJs, and everybody's painted, and we're all just cel celebrating life together. And this is the message from that I wanted to put, um, convey with my song that I wrote for um, the festival. And so it was the soundtrack of the festival of 2018 in Austria. Um, the festival goes around the world, so it started in Austria and then, you know, moved to, you know, Russia. It's also in the U.S., um, yeah, and it's called We Are One, and that was the latest single. We got quite a lot of airplay in Austria, and we also were featured in multiple magazines, which was extremely cool and exciting. And I was very, very happy about the opportunities that opened up because of that. So that's We Are One. And you, you just had a, um, a, 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 a pretty good piece done on you by LA's premier independent music hub, Buzz Music. Yes. Yes, um, Bass Music reached out to me after seeing the project and seeing how much press it got from my home country. And they said, we definitely need to do a collaboration. We need to do an interview about you. Um, we need to like feature you on our online magazine. And we also need, need you on our social media. So they reached out and they did a full-length article, which was so exciting. Um, you know, asked me a lot of interview questions, you know, about my upbringing, about my musical career um, up until now. Um, about We Are One uh, in detail. And um, yes, they also featured us on Instagram, uh, me and the team, and um, on their uh, website. So that was extremely exciting. I also put it on my Instagram because it's such a well-written article. It basically like sums up everything that's happened in the past month slash in the past year. 
Um, and it's just been such a fabulous journey. I've just, you know, so many opportunities have opened up and um, we're currently in the talks for another collaboration for the new bodybuilding festival that's coming up 2019. And we're also in label negotiations because I actually worked on a whole album prior to releasing We Are One. And there's also like a remix. Yeah, there's also a remix contest going on Um, right now. It's not a competition. Um, We basically open up the opportunities for DJs from around the world to remix We Are One and to also thereby gain exposure at the next body painting festival. So um, we have a few DJs who already sent in their own remixes. So anybody who's actually, you know, willing and able to do a remix and who's, you know, talented, we want to, like, feature them too. So that's another thing, actually, that I've, um, you know, many times mentioned throughout the interviews that we are very open to collaborating with DJs throughout the world. Fantastic. On that and on the next, yeah. And you and you graduated from King's College in London, it looks it looks like, according to the call. Yes. Oh, my God. I actually, I went to school a lot. <laughs> so I actually did the Lee Strasberg in, um, in New York for two years, and then I worked here. But then, you know, my family is in Europe, and I, I miss my family. I miss Europe in general. And so I wanted to have the whole student experience that everybody was talking about. So then I went to King's College London, and I was also studying in Madrid at Complutense for four years. And then I also did a master's in London because I was like, you know what, I'll just get all of this done in one and then I'm going to concentrate on my music career. And yeah, it worked out. It was such a good experience. I'm so happy I did it, actually. I also met a lot of artists, funny enough. That's great. <laughs> my college, so it was really good, yeah. And it looks like One Republic is uh, uh, is a group that that in, has inspired you. What is what is your overall uh, objective? I mean, We Are One s- speaks volumes about um, uh, about unity. And is that is that what you'd like to do with your work? Is is bring people together? Yes, um, that I I've always done this actually with my work. Um, one time I remember when I did my first EP, so it's like five six tracks with a producer in New York. I did a music video where I cast, I basically planned and executed the music video and also starred in it called um, Forever. It's an older song of mine. Um, And I actually cast the video so that every single person was from a different background and from a different ethnicity, every single one. And that was such an exciting project because for me, that's very important to celebrate, you know, our differences together. Yeah. Um, You know, we look different, we come from different backgrounds. Like that's really important to me. And um, so I've basically done this throughout my whole musical career, you know, that I try to bring people together. I try to, like, you know, unite people on a on an artistic level. That's basically. wonderful. And and being in New York yeah. uh, is is one of the best places in the world to to see that happen, isn't it? Absolutely. Yes. I mean, London was pretty incredible as well for that. Yeah. But yes, I absolutely agree. New York is such a melting pot. And I'm so lucky to be able to live here, work with different kind of artists from all over the world, from all different music genres. You know, there's such different people here with such good ideas. And everybody is very driven and excited to work together, to work on themselves, to better themselves. It's just a very, very vibrant place right now. And Alyssa, go ahead. No, it's a, it's a lot of young artists, basically, yeah. um, a lot of movements here, so it's, it's very good. It's very, very exciting. So tell listeners, what's what's next? What can they expect next from you in, in, in your, your uh, music career? So um, we have another track that's going to come out within the next few months. 
Um, it's a ballad. We already shot a music video for it that I also planned because I love creative directing as well. So um, it's called Neverland. So that's that's still gonna be released independently. Um, we have a music video. We have you know um, a lot of press about it as well, like waiting to like actually report on that. And um, yeah, the track will be released independently, and then we're basically in negotiations with different labels for some kind of uh, publishing deal for the rest of the album because I have a whole album ready and I wanted to reach a lot of people. That would be my goal. Um, and I also would like to um, start a tour at some point. So, And obviously what I always want to do is meet new artists and, and plan collaborations. That's really what I thrive on, you know, because you I always think that that's what makes you grow as an artist. Work yeah. with new people, you know, and work on new challenging things. And just basically get out of your comfort zone, you know. Yeah, and you've got you've got a really nice voice. Uh, you remind me a little thank bit you. of uh, you, uh, of of a Madonna. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people have been saying that. It's funny. <laughs> they say like Madonna, Lady Gaga. They say these kind of things, and then it's because my voice is like in an alto range, so it's not not extremely high. It definitely has like a certain element to it that's very recognizable. That's what people have told me. Like, I even get people on the streets telling me I had that happen to me yesterday as I was walking through Little Italy. I was talking to somebody um, who was a movie extra, actually, and I was just asking what movie they were filming. And the, the guy then um, went on to compliment my voice and told me that I should do voiceovers for <laughs> movies because my voice is very memorable and very expressive. I was like, that is very interesting. Thank you so much, you know? Yeah. That's very cool. But, um, yeah, no, definitely. I get that a lot. And then I sometimes get, you know, a few European artists because my music right now, it's still very, since it was produced in Europe as well, like my whole team is between Germany, Austria, and London. So it has a European sound. So I think maybe that's also why, I mean, not that Madonna has a European sound or anything, but um, she definitely had a different sound. So I think coming to America and like, you know, um, releasing my music here and showing my music to people here, that comparison comes up because it's a different kind of sound than what people are used to. And with the album, we actually didn't put ourselves in, into just one genre. We actually made every single track unique. So we're actually using live instruments and we have, uh, for example, we have a young violinist part of our team. We're using live electric guitars, you know, we have a lot of classical influences. I have one track that's a mix of a classical hook and a hip-hop beat. So, you know, cool. it's very calculated and very, um, you know, I, I don't want to be boring, basically. I want to, like, make music for everybody and uh, music that's exciting that you can listen to more than once, you know? Fantastic. Important, important for me. And yeah. Alessa, as we wind down here... Um, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for joining Winwood Radio and Discussion of Truth. Uh, tell listeners um, where they can uh, where they can follow you or find more information about you, where they can purchase your songs, uh, that sort of thing. Yes. So our songs are available on iTunes and basically every other um, outlet that you know there is. Um, I'm on Spotify. My Spotify name is A L E S S A and then an underscore X O. Um, and on YouTube. Same thing. And then on Instagram, I am, I am Alessa XO, which is not hard to find. It's like, um, you know, I am written out, Alessa yeah. XO. And the XO is, actually means kiss. And that's why I have, um, so that's my logo. And that's because I believe that love is, you know, what drives everything in this world, actually. Yeah, universal so, healer. Yes. And so that's, that's basically my symbol. And that's where, where the XO next to my name comes from. Because my last name, I can't use it. And I didn't want to just use Alessa. 
So I wanted to, you know, find something that's special. And, yeah, so the kiss is actually um, in every single one of my videos as well. Excellent. And on every single, you know, anything we put out, like any, you know, press photo and stuff, that's where the kiss is on there as well. So, yeah. Wonderful. Well, from Winwood Radio, a hug and a kiss for you, Alessa. Ladies and gentlemen, Alessa XO, thanks for joining the program. Thank you so much, Ian. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. Okay, look forward to talking to you in the future. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, Alessa XO, and what a pleasure. A, a, a young pop artist that's, that's, that's really got a, nice, a really nice sound, um, and, uh, and We Are One sends a, a really nice message uh, just like this. Don't sleep on the candida and stand down. 
Tres riba de cadera, escadera. Tú la tienes toda por eso te ves buena. Digo un corazón que tú te ves bien buena. Digo mi amor que tú te ves bien buena. Bien, bien buena, tú te ves bien buena. Okay, and I am back. Alessa XO uh, got a nice, uh, uh, nice uh, music career starting out there. She's based in New York now. Author Curtis Kallenbach now joins us. He'll be talking about something called a zygote. Curtis, are you there? Can you hear me? How are you? I'm, I'm doing great. Thanks, Ian. How are you? Uh, just fine. Thank you. Um, Curtis, you're in Illinois. Uh, about 90 miles northwest of Chicago. Okay, is it cold? <laughs> well, no, no. It's actually pretty sunny, other other than the chemicals. The chemicals? What do you mean by that? <laughs> oh, come on. You know that I'm I'm one of the foremost conspiracy theorists out there. What? <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, I appreciate uh, you letting me on this thing. It's hard for me to believe that you called me and asked me to be on here because... The stuff I talk about is so nutty. Well, you know that's that, the whole uh, thing, man. It's it's you. You've got. Come on, dude. You, you know what you talk about. Nobody talks about, and that's why it's fascinating. Because you mention, I, I mean, you could do like a Jay Leno. I could do a Jay Leno like uh, sidewalk skit and just ask people what a straw man is, and they'd have no idea. Ask people, ask a person what a zygote is, and they'd have no idea. Just like me. I mean, what the heck are those two things? And um, this is. What you you get into you get into some of the meat that I like, um, you know. There's uh, you get into because because at the end of the day, we're in, in the United States. We've got a constitution that's written in English. We're, we're speaking English right now. That's I think the uh, apart from Spanish, I, I, I would still think that <laughs> English is the, the the predominant language spoke in the U.S. Um, it's certainly what I was raised on. But if you go, you peel back the later layers, we get back into the Roman Empire, and we're you know we're getting the Latin and Hebrew, and that's where a lot of these things need to be kind of uh, researched and dug back into. And that's what you do with your with your research, and then you apply that. You know, you you apply that. And let's not forget that Europe was all run under. Um, the Vatican, you know, and, and arguably most of it still is. And that's, you know, that's, that's, that's kind of a conspiracy theory in itself. But Curtis, run with it a little bit. Tell us about who you are, what you do. And I appreciate the, um, the kind words. Well, first of all, about 10 years ago, I, I, I woke up to some things, uh, like maybe I didn't own my own name. I launched a golf company in 2007 and I worked with a bunch of attorneys um, prior to the launch of that company, and I realized I don't really have a whole lot of control over my own name. And little by little, it started to sink in. And by 2009, I'd had it, and I, I basically walked away from everything. And then that was the day, that was the year I walked to um, the District of Columbia, thinking I was this amazing patriot. Now, 10 years ago, I really believed in that stuff. And no offense to anybody out there, but uh, this is not about patriotism. This is not about religion. What I speak specifically of is property. It's just that it's property people don't even know that they're supposed to claim. And at this point, um, I'm so far down the rabbit hole, so to speak, that, that most people don't really have a clue what I'm saying, which would be really fun uh, because a lot of the patriots out there are talking about the birth certificate and things like that. Now, the pro just so you know, Ian, the predominant language in the U.S. is actually legalese. It is not English. Um, what I learned, I learned the story behind the loss of our, our rights, because all rights are attributable to property. So if you have no property, you have no rights. 
This isn't about losing a constitution. This is not about losing a republic. It's about losing a piece of property that actually gives you all of your rights or abandoning a piece of property that that is your life. So if you wouldn't mind, I, I, I think we could have some fun here. Great. Let's have it. <laughs> as long as there's no chemicals, but I don't think we can help that. Oh, no, we can't help that. No, I mean, uh, I mean we can't. I, I actually found the, the patent for the spray, the spray nozzle for, for the, uh, the chemicals that are being sprayed uh, Which ones? upon us. <laughs> no, it, well, yeah. Well, 1992, I actually found the patent. And what's wow. really funny, just so you know, back, back years ago, before I, I woke up, my wife and I were on a commercial plane coming back from two stories, coming back from uh, 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 Las Vegas. Yep. Now, we were, we, were, we were coming back from Las Vegas, and believe it or not, we saw a nuclear test. You saw you really? I looked, uh, yeah, this is this is about nineteen from your uh, air from your window in an airplane. Yes, to about two thousand four, we were going over uh, Nevada. Believe it or not, now that and, and none of the uh, stewardesses would tell me where we were located in the air at that point in time. They told us to close all the the blinds. No but kidding. I looked out there and I said, "Look at that, man! A nuclear test." Nobody admitted to it, like the like mushroom cloud out. and everything. Yeah, it came up out of the ground. Wow. That was, like I said, about 2004, 2005. And then the other thing that uh, we were on a flight, and uh, this small, uh, looked like a private jet, was going past us. And right out of four spigots, out of the wings, was, was the, uh, the spray. So this thing went past us. It has nothing to do with the jet. It has, it's, this is actually coming specifically out of spigots that are designed to spray. Um, this is, this on is commercial. Crop yeah, no, this was a small private. I think it was one of the uh, crop duster. Yeah. Yeah, crop dusters up up at altitude. But anyway, those were just some fun things. Um, but this is going to be really fun. I, we got about thirty five minutes or whatever, so I'm going to get I'm going to get ripping here. Uh, let me ask you a question. What? Tell me your birthday as you know it. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, we are going to have some fun. Uh, as I oh should I should I re- should I reveal this? You, you want uh, you want month, date, and, and year? Sure. Why just not? month and day. Month and day. It don't even matter. <laughs> <laughs> August sixth. August 6th. Okay, now here's what's funny. So your belief is August 6th based upon a birth record that you believe is your birth, correct? Yes, I, although I don't remember okay. the birth. That's, so so you're, you're, you're standing on hearsay, which is, which is fine. Now here's <laughs> the thing. Yes. The word birth is actually attributable or is a synonym for the word genesis. Genesis. Wow. B-E-N-E-S-I-S. You already got me. Now, yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, yeah, here's. I'm gonna actually go just as long as I'm here. I'm gonna. I'm, I don't like to say anything without proving it. So I'm gonna go online right now to Webster's. Yep. Uh, and I'm gonna. I'm. I'm just googling G E N. Okay. Genesis definition, and I'm going to Webster's online. Yep. Yeah. Now this is this is where it's gonna go cuckoo really quick. Okay. Genesis, small g, the origin or coming into being of something. Okay? Okay. So, when dad's sperm fertilizes mother's ovum, creating what's known as the zygote, it's a singularity where all of your your 46 chromosomes are in one single ball. Right. That's your genesis. That is your birth. That's the conception? No. That is the true biological conception, and it's your organic birth. Now, Genesis, capital G, 
Yeah. It says the ma- the mainly narrative first book of canonical Jewish and Christian scriptures. Okay. Capital C Genesis is the beginning of a story. Okay. Not a biology. So, if you want to get your rights, Ian, yeah. if you claim the birth record, you jump ship over into somebody else's book, somebody else's story, and abandon your life. Whoa, Curtis. I like where here you're going. Go. No, hang on a second. Your Genesis, Ian, is average 266 days before that birth record is generated. This is medical malpractice at the highest level. This is total betrayal. Wow. Yeah, this is a bomb that, that if, if, if this show had a million listeners, Ian, yeah. this would set fire to everything. Yeah, By the way, that's my goal. I'm the only one, dude. I'm the only one that knows this stuff. So here's a fist pump for you and I. Next time you and I talk, I want you to introduce yourself as Small G Ian. Small G Ian. <laughs> yeah, Small G Ian means that you're a living being. If you go with capital G Genesis, birth certificated Ian, you disappeared the moment you came out of your mother's womb. Now, Curtis, somebody else's somebody else's story, Ian. <laughs> is that capital I or lowercase I? It don't even matter at that point. It doesn't that's matter the at that of, point. Okay. That, that's the that's the beauty of reality. Reality supersedes and overrides their fiction. Everybody's been trying to get out of this fictitious realm, and they don't even know how they got in it. I'm telling you right now how you got in it. Is that you, what some? Go ahead. All right, is that what some people are referring to as the Matrix or a Matrix? Oh, here's the Matrix. Thank you for bringing that up. The Matrix is very simple, Ian. The Matrix is actually the wall of the mother's womb. That's the Matrix. Uh-huh. So this zygote plants into the wall of the womb, and now your biology is again. This is this is science, man. Okay. There's 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 no actual <laughs> yeah conspiracy going on here, man. It's a fact. And it's also called the first fact. So the, the neat thing is, is that the United States, this is, a, this, this is a paraphrase, but the United States only allows what's called pre-implantation conceptus into the United States, meaning it only allows the product of mom and dad into the country. If there's any part of the matrix, the wall of, of the mother's womb attached to that, you are not, you're considered contraband you're considered um tainted or mixed a mixed breed and they don't allow you in you're actually set aside and not allowed into the united states by quarantine so everybody that thinks they're trying to to expatriate and get the hell out of here what they don't know is they've never made it to the united states they're (laughs) they're 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 two miles offshore on on a small island somewhere yeah or a couple hundred days outside of the reality. Well, you're 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 definitely two you're you're 266 days, no matter how you look at it, in front of prior, prior to their so-called birth. Okay, so Curtis, who is they? Well, the hospital. Did you were you born in a hospital? Yeah. Well, the hospitals hospitals historically the hospital itself was created by what's known as the Knights of Malta or Knights Hospitallers. The Knights Hospitallers created the hospital itself to receive Christian pilgrims. So they're taking and creating a Christian timeline. So the birth thing, I I know I'm stepping on some toes here. No, go with it, man. 
the birth certificate was created um, for the New Deal in 1933 by uh, FDR. Wow. created a, a new country, a new nation back then, Ian, in his first inaugural address. In his first, and again, his, to, to paraphrase, yeah. he says, today is a day of national consecration. He created a new consecrated nation, a holy nation in 1933, and then issued certificates of birth for that nation. It has nothing to do with the United States. So there's a difference between people that were born before that speech and after that speech. No, there's a difference between people that accept that birth date, that birth certificate as their genesis, as opposed to their biological genesis 266 days earlier, which is reality. Oh, Curtis. This is huge, dude. Yeah. I mean, this is, this, is, this is the nuclear nuclear bomb. And I mean nuclear because we're talking about atomic or atomic. We're talking about an atomic atom meaning that zygote, that is the splitting of the atom, and they do it through a fiction. I mean, this would totally decentralize the, the zygote itself. You know, you know Donald Trump when he talks about the swamp? No. I know when he talks about deep state. Is it the same thing? Well, you know, when he says he's going to drain the swamp. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, okay. The swamp is of the certificated birth certificated person that's the swamp so the people that are on trump's side saying yeah 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 drain the swamp don't realize that they are in the swamp they're part the of certificated it. person is the welfare state right as of 1933 in the new deal so again all i'm saying is you can get out of this fictitious nonsense by understanding that your bio your biological conception is your small g genesis is your birth b-i-r-t-h in fact they call it a taxonomical um betrayal a taxonomical betrayal meaning that by using the term birth on that certificate they are the intent is to deceive according to the dictionary <laughs> according to webster's yeah, you can't get around this stuff. Scientifically, your beginning is, is your conception, which is about 266 days average, 35 to 40 weeks before that certificated person comes out of mother's uh, yeah. or is signed really? off yeah. by mom. I should say signed off by mom. Signed. <laughs> so, 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 Curtis, th this is this is linked back to the government paying taxes, um, and then we're sitting on. And I don't, know, I don't know if you can make the connection. I'm sure you can, but I don't know where you wanted to go with this. But this is kind of laying on a foundation which is built of sand called the Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve was, was obviously, you know, was created in 1913. But something else was created in 1913 that most people don't know about. It's called Actors' Equity. Actors' Equity is, is basically a, a union, an actors' union that is still subject to or, or party to the AFL-CIO, which is obviously part of the greater union. But most people don't know in 1935, the AFL-CIO merged and created their own constitution. It's my belief that the constitution created by the merging of the AFL-CIO created a more perfect union, literally a more perfect union to control the masses, um, because out of that union came social security and everything else. And by the way, in that, their constitution, is the first 
the first time you see the word democracy. Oh, my goodness. So wow. it's all predicated upon 1933's birth certificated person. So, again, there's a lot of things, but, but, but all roads do truly lead back to Rome, ultimately. And so I call the birth certificate ultimately nothing more than a what's called a certificate of indulgence, um, a way out of, of all of the, uh, the sinning that you do every day. Or we do, I yeah. suppose. So, but anyway, again, biologically, you can get out from underneath all of this. There's something also in the United States Code that's kind of neat, Ian. Um, 22 U.S.C. 288B. Interesting thing about 22 U.S.C. 288B, it says that when the owner arrives, they're talking about in the United States. Baggage and effects. about baggage and effects. The owner's the baby. The in connection with is the umbilical, and his bags and effects is his fetal extra embryonic material. Well, the neat thing about the extra embryonic material, that's the science term, extra embryonic. But the biblical term for the extra embryonic is the body and blood of Christ. So imagine them having the ability to collect each and every one of us from us the body and blood of Christ and then hang that over us. As if we abandon Christ. <laughs> wow. I'm talking science here. I'm not making fun of anybody. I'm saying that if you just exchange scientific terms for biblical terms, right. you know the word amnion, amnion, that's part of the baggage and effects. The amnion is known as the lamb. Wow. The, the zygote itself is a eukaryotic cell which is the Eucharist. Curtis. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's scary, but it's science. So I'm not trying to step on any toes. People, you know, they can believe anything they want, but reality will extricate you from the fiction. This truly is a once upon a time idea. They have everybody in a world subject to their author authority. Okay, so let's again, let's, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, let's define let's define they. And I think if listeners if listeners are kind of following along here, you look I mean, look, like we open like we open the, the conversation, Europe of course at one point was basically all Roman Empire. And and they combined, right? So they combined church and state. And that's that's why Mexican fought for their independence. That's why the United States had fought for independence from 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 England. Which and that's why England itself, right, had become independent. Henry VIII, uh, and, and they started their own kind of church in England. So so church and state may not resonate uh, because that's what you're doing, right? You're you're combining science with 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 biblical terms. So church and state may not res- resonate for the average person today. Uh, but on once you peel back the layers, if I and if the, if this is I'm following you, once you peel back the layers. There's still, uh, there, there's still a lot of, there's still a lot of domain there that, uh, that 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 goes to form and create this society that we all live in. Does that make sense to you, Curtis? Yeah, people don't realize that the Declaration of Independence, the the, the, the guys that wrote that were deists. They believed in God. They didn't believe in any sects, um, cults. They believed in God. That's uh-huh. it. Yeah. So when they wrote the Declaration, they talked about laws of nature and nature's God. There's there's no religions in there. And the other thing is the church and state separation, which you, most people don't understand, is that the body is the temple or the church, 
and the state is the consciousness or mind. Or if you want to look at it, your head, your from your head up is your mind or consciousness. That's your head or your capital, your capitus. And from the neck down would be the the body or the labor. Um, and so if you separate church and state, you're actually separating one's head or decapitating them, removing their capital, meaning wow. um, that, no, this is real stuff. And so if they are able to do that, if they can get you to believe something to where you have lost your capital to a belief system, then you, um, in their legal system, lose the capacity to speak because you're incapacitated legally. There's a lot more to this. 35 minutes is, I can't talk 10 years in 35 minutes, but I can (laughs) definitely tell you that this stuff is much more simple than you think it is. And it all comes, it all stems from the very beginning, small g Genesis. Again, if you believe something that's not true, one of my favorite songs is what? Stevie Wonder, Superstition. Um, If you believe in things that you don't understand, you're going to suffer. There is no beginning of a being, a living man, with that birth certificate. That's the beginning or your entry into somebody else's story. In fact, again, look at the word capital G Genesis says, mainly mainly narrative first book of canonical Jewish and Christian scriptures. So you're entering their story, their book. It's called history. H-I-S-T-O-R-Y, history. It's not your story, it's his stories right right that's exactly you're, right you ask me who they are who are they is your question really isn't it <laughs> yeah that's okay but i've got yeah. others well here it is they is everyone not me <laughs> because if i'm the author and authority over my timeline and my story then everyone not me is they so i can only speak for myself and that's the whole idea is i actually found evidence where everything drives back to one single thing that we're supposed to be self-governing. But when we abandoned our, when we abandon our own brains, our own minds, our own conscious, consciousness, we have lost the ability to self-govern. In other words, your physical being, your physical body, Ian, is your man. That's your man. Is that my mind or my straw man? That's my man, yeah. No, it's, your, it's, it's real, right? You put clothes on him, you, you sure. send him out, he goes buys grocery for you, he, he gets the beer out of the refrigerator for you. That's your man, right? Right. That's my man. And, and, and you're the one that directs it. From your mind, from your consciousness, you tell your man what to do, and he does it, doesn't he? Yes. He's very nice to me. In, yes, he is. And in <laughs> this realm, on this planet, that's your man. In other words, the zygote, I know this is going to sound nutty for some people. I, I'm going to ask you a question so at least I, get, I, I can start in the right place. Who, who, who created you? Who, who actually created you? Well, I mean, the obvious answer, my uh, mother and father, male and female. Thank you. So mom and dad each gave up or offered 23 chromosomes amounting into a 46 chromosome zygote. Now, here's the thing about the zygote. Mom and dad created a zygote. They did not create you. You're a byproduct of the zygote. The zygote is your creator. So what's interesting is you came from, as a byproduct, from the zygote. So I know this sounds funny, but if you have to call upon your creator you're going to call upon the zygote because mom and dad created the zygote and the zygote is your creator. This is science. Again, this is not belief system stuff. So again, mom and dad did not create a baby. 
if they created a baby, you would have been, they would have created a baby directly instead of the zygote first. So the singularity called the zygote then subdivides and becomes a baby and the remaining material. So there's two things left over, extra embryonic and then, of course, the baby. The extra embryonic gets left behind or remaining material as afterbirth, and that's what is on deposit. That's what runs the banking system. That's what makes you a surety. The entire system is based upon your belief and uh, or full faith and credit, as they call it. But this is simple. Just remember your beginning, Ian, was 266 days before that birth certificated person. That's when Isaiah was created. That's right. And that, and that, that's, if anything, that's, that small G genesis is, is the key to the whole damn thing. Globally, I'm going to say this globally. This is a global answer to this global cancer. That, yeah, it's a good, uh, well, no, what, yeah. Let me say one other thing before I forget. Even in the Articles of Confederation and all that early Patriot documentation, I mean, there's one thing that, they, that always stood out and always bothered me. It said that basically paupers, vagabonds, and fugitives from justice don't have any rights. And that's where every American's at right now. They're all paupers because they own no property. All their property is in a trust or in a religious trust. They're all vagabonds because they're homeless. They don't have any actual home. They're all residents. And finally, they're fugitives from, from justice because of that birth certificated person making them an enemy of the state. They're all three. Right now, I hate to say this, but you, Ian, are a pauper, a vagabond, and a fugitive from justice. Nice. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know, man. It's awesome. It's, it's, hey, fist hey, pump, small g. <laughs> okay, so Curtis, direct us to... Correcting this, getting out of this. What, what's the uh, what's an exit? What's a way to what's what's a system to or what's what's a way to re um, revamp this? Well, here's what. I'll, first of all, anybody that wants to talk to me directly, obviously, can find me at Curtis Kallenbach at Gmail. So that's the best way to do it because then I'll work one on one with anybody to get them, you know, at least their head square. But I'm going to say something that's going to sound ridiculous. All right, and this is the first time I ever spoke about it pretty much out loud. Are you ready? Ready. Because of what I know and because of how well I write, I sent a letter to the Department of Homeland Security secretary that was received on the 21st of March of this year. Okay. Kirsten Nielsen. Who is it? Kirsten Nielsen. Yeah, yeah, of course. She just she just uh, resigned, didn't she? Yeah, she resigned after receiving my letter. Oh, my gosh, Curtis. Whoa. <laughs> It sounds funny. Even my wife looked at it. We were eating sushi one day. Uh, Are you being Monday. serious? Oh, yeah, I am. Okay. I'm wow. Gonna, I, I, anyway. I won't, I, I'm going to say, you know what? Because of the way I write and because of what was in that letter, all yeah. I could think of is the only way Homeland Security could re- retain plausible deniability was to get rid of the letter. And the only way they could get rid of the letter was to have her take her property out of there. Meaning that they had to get her to go, so this letter was no longer in their possession. Okay, you're, you you got a you got a heavy trail you're on here, or at least yeah, you're it, listening. No, it's it's giant. It, it's giant. Because when you understand that the entire world is based upon a large or capital G genesis, when you understand reality trumps the fiction. 
there's no people left in America, Ian. They've all chose the, fix, the fictitious path. They're all gone. There are no people left here. They all chose the fiction. I'm here. I identified a living man on American soil. One American, one living being on the soil rules. Awesome. The answer is learn your true origin and stick with it and stop talking patriot nonsense or religious nonsense because reality trumps all. And those would be all the, all, all the roads that lead to Rome because all roads do lead to Rome. And they do based upon our presumed will. You understand that, that we're choosing everything. That's, that's the funny thing that I've discovered. There, there is no corruption going on anywhere. They're doing exactly as we tell them to do it. When they ask you your birthday and you tell them what your birthday is, you just put yourself into a public pool. You've lost all rights, all property, everything, the moment you claim that birth date. Interesting. Very, yeah. very good stuff, Curtis. Very good stuff. Well, I can prove everything, so I'm, that's why I'm not worried about this. And, and the other thing is, is that when you're talking about by even the CIA's motto, you know what the CIA's motto is, right? Uh, yeah, it's, it's not coming to mind, mind at the moment, but if you can recite it, go ahead. It's, yeah, wait a I'm, it, it's right here. It says, uh, I, I pulled it up, and I actually posted it at Facebook today because every once in a while I, put, I like to put fun stuff up. But the, the, it says, this is CIA. You know what that is, right? <laughs> <laughs> it says, and you shall know the truth, and the right. truth shall make you free, John eight thirty two. So even the CIA says, man, people, just wake up. Just wake up and you'll be fine. Instead of believing the nonsense, wake up and you'll be okay. But everybody chooses to stay asleep. Right. Curtis, jump back to that letter a little bit. Describe what, what was in that. What were the contents of that letter? <clears throat> um, I'll, read, I'll read you the last paragraph. Just because you'll relate to the last one, you won't relate to any others. So, are you ready? Yep. It says, in closing, Madam Secretary, one's mom did, in fact, enter Swedish American Hospital upon Illinois soil within the continental United States more than 58 years ago, carrying an original package in her womb. Said original package contained the alpha point or genesis, small g, of one's entire corporality. One's mom did not intend to breach the integrity of the original package, yet upon one's arrival, presumably of vulst or derelict property, was taken as abandoned, deposited, or converted for the salvage, benefit, or unjust enrichment of another person, place, or thing. From the beginning, mom's only plan as a lawfully wedded 21-year-old woman was to lovingly bring her and dad's firstborn son into the bright light of day as one whole, authentic, and entirely independent being. From that day forward, I have understood the absolute beauty and genuine nature of their marvelous gift without fail as one supreme being. That's it. That's my last paragraph. I'm telling you right now that there was one court case in, in uh, 1827. It's called Brown versus Maryland. And in Brown versus Maryland, it said where, 
the United States Supreme Court ruled that imported goods in their original package are under federal jurisdiction and and thus not subject to state regulation. Two things about that. Hang on. Most people don't know that federal is your mind, Ian. It's not what you think it is. Federal means you, your mind, your authority. And state, well, as of 1864, the state was redefined to mean the District of Columbia. So most people don't, they they think they want to get back to state jurisdiction, but the last place you want to be is under the jurisdiction of the District of Columbia. So Brown v. Maryland, by, by me arriving in my original package, I am whole subject to 22 U.S.C. 288B, which means I made it to the United States. I'm here. So, Curtis, do you have a driver's license? Yeah, but it doesn't affect me the way it does you because when you when you are combined, when you're whole, then that license doesn't mean the same thing in my hands as it does to you. Do you carry insurance on your vehicle? Sure. Why not? Okay. Um, why did no, you? There's, there's, yeah. Go ahead. No, no, no. What? Go ahead. I, I mean, there's. <laughs> I could talk. I could talk for days, and people will will tell you that I could. But go ahead. Why did you send it to the secretary of the Homeland Security? Why, why, why that person in particular? Why and why that office? Because when my mom walked into Swedish American Hospital with me in her womb, she was moving between jurisdictions. So I entered the United States whole. I, I was in my mother's womb whole. But then when they cut the cord, they separated me from my property. And that's what caused all the problems from that moment. When they created that, that certificated person 266 days after I actually was created and then based it upon a small G Genesis belief system, I disappeared because I believe that that was my birth. I even claimed it. I've been claiming September 19th for the better part of 58 years, but that's not true. So... Um, Department of Homeland Security runs customs, don't they? Okay, yeah. Right, imports, exports? Sure. There it is. So, again, wow. right now every everybody thinks that the aliens are the problem, but they also don't know that they are the aliens. Everybody <laughs> out there is an alien to the United States. Wow, Curtis. Yeah, you've got you've got some heavy stuff here. This is this is and and, and you're right. It's it's the it's it's you've got the Genesis. Small G Genesis. Small right. Small G Genesis. That's right. Always always be going I mean, seriously uh, when you say it. In fact, we have kind of a uh, a humorous little tag now. We, when we talk to each other, it's 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 you know small G, little G. Um, that way, I know I'm talking to the being. By the way, here's another thing. This I don't want to I don't want to lose you on this. Are you ready? I'm ready. So, in my case, September 19th, 1960, okay? Okay. That's the day, supposedly, they cut the cord, right? Yeah. What? Ha- where's all the time that I existed before that? In your mother's womb. Where is it, though? Where's the record of my existence prior to that document? Well, you didn't exist, according to the... To the government or Homeland Security? Well, no, according to that document. According to that belief system. Yeah. Understand that that's called the historical record, isn't it? 
Okay. That first that's the first record of you. Yeah. That birth record. Yeah. So where so where were you before that? You you were you were you, you were non existent, but you were in your mother's womb. So so again, But you weren't breathing air. But you did exist, didn't you? Yes. But it's 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 prehistory, isn't it? Yeah. It's prehistoric, isn't it? Right. Or yeah, your story. No, it's pre- no, it yeah, your story is prehistoric. In fact, everything going on at the cellular level, the at that level, is Darwinian, isn't it? Yes, it's Darwin. Yes. Everything before the birth record is Darwin. Yes, the birth the birth record actually is intelligent design. If you want to know, okay. So now you got two things. They they got people arguing over Darwin and intelligent design, don't they? Yeah. I saw something last night on TV. Debbie, my wife, was watching a show, and I think it said, um, once divided, uh, always conquered. Oh, boy. Yeah, okay. Once divided, always conquered. They got us believing in something that is so far off of reality that we don't even have substance. We don't even have rights to our own property anymore. Again, once divided, always conquered. They conquered us in our mind. This is a prison system truly for the mind. There's nothing going wrong. There's nothing going wrong, Ian. It's perfect. Everything's working perfectly. None of the people running Washington are doing anything wrong. It might look like it because... Hey, I don't have any rights. Well, yeah. you would if you would get home, if you would come back. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know where the hell you went, Ian. Where have you been, man? <laughs> Curtis, Small what's... G. Small G, dude. Small G. Small G, yeah. Curtis. Uh, 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 Small G, Curtis. Uh, where did you... What, what's, was it the chemicals that set you on this trail? What set you on this, down this path? Um, first it was realizing that the, the attorneys kind of chuckled at me about my golf company. That okay. Yeah. You already stated over, that over, over my property than I did. And it's true because I don't have any authority whatsoever. Neither do you. Nobody does because all of the properties held in trust because we're missing presumed dead. It's, it's that simple. The in God we trust is actually a trust for all the property that's being held in abeyance until we come home. The only way you come home is you, you come home as the real living being. Sedeke by Acts of 1666 says, when a man proves life, he's revested with his title. You can't prove life if you're in a story, Ian. And you've proven your life. Everybody can prove it the moment they, start, they stop lying to themselves about their birth. Their yeah. birth is about 266 days before that stupid piece of paper says. Right, right. Pick one, reality or fiction, your choice. Let's go with reality. <laughs> <laughs> so, Small G Genesis is reality, man. That's right. That's right. Okay, so so for listeners out there that, that, that this, this at least somewhat resonates with um, and, and they kind of, kind of understand uh, what's going on, what do you suggest for them to do? I mean, apart from certainly contacting you and, 
and and you've already given your website, and I, w- I want you to give that out again. Um, but for for people that you know, people you know, people that kind of understand a little bit about you know what they're doing, and they want to help, because obviously there's a new system that can be devised, um, and certainly should be devised. Um, and the more, from my perspective, the more that that those who call themselves Americans um, and rely on the economy that's basically um, uh, 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 supported by what we know as the Federal Reserve and, the, and using those legal tender uh, notes, um, which are, are, are bills. And you know, there's, a, there's a whole economic side, of course, to this because, because we're all kind of feeding into a government. But we want to make sure that this is a, a just and fair government. So I think that one of those, at least from my view, one of those initial kind of concepts is understanding well, wait, exactly wait, wait, what we're talking wait, about. Wait, yeah. wait, okay, 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 wait a minute. Let me ask you a question then. Yeah. If, if that's true, and I completely agree with you, I'm, I'm 100% in support of the United States economy, hands down positively. I'm sure. in, man. Yeah. I, 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 my allegiance is, is to my country. Now, here's the deal. Your allegiance is not to your country when you choose that certificated person. Right. When you choose that path, that you're undermining the United States economy and all of the productivity then goes to another place, another that, communist society. Totally. Yeah. So I am making it very clear all the time that I am ultimately economically supporting 100% allegiance to the United States hands down positively. I, and I can prove it. But again, there, I'm going to say up front, this is hopeless for everybody. Until they get their heads out of their asses in, and I mean that, until people start to think clearly and stop being so angry about stuff they don't understand. This, yeah, stop nonsense. believing all the nonsense. Slow down and look at what's really happening. I was one of those guys. I was that angry guy. I was thinking that everything was wrong and the Republic was gone and God damn it, we got right. it all back together. Yeah. We don't. We just have to be alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, Chris, I, I mean, you know, that, 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 there's, there's, I mean, it kind of started, obviously you got 9-11, there's, there's obviously things before that, but, but I think one of the, one of the major, kind of the, one of the major layers here is, 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 is the Federal Reserve, which is a, a total deception to, to the American people. And, and again, I mean, I mean, I'm not, I'm not complaining because we have a very, depending on how you look at it, we have a safe country. I mean, we're not being invaded and that sort of thing. But, you know, and, and again, I'm not, I'm talking capital G. Um, uh, yeah, but, but there's, there's, there's definitely issues, underlying issues that, that, that any listener can, can agree and resonate on that, that there's these silly divides, the Democrats and the Republicans, and they're pulling each other's hair and they're, you know, pointing fingers and it's all absolutely ridiculous. And if you understand what you're talking about, it kind of helps. Um, it, it helps, in my view, it helps kind of uh, understand the, the 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 deception of the system altogether. It's, and yeah, it it's a show. Everything. Right. I mean, Shakespeare says, "All the world's a stage. We are merely players." That birth certificated person is part of a biblical. Gl- you there, Curtis? Oh, let's see. May have lost Curtis. Curtis? Give me a minute here. Let's see if he comes back. Curtis, Curtis. Let's see, I think I may have lost him, folks. 
Got the short break. I'll call him back and uh, we'll close out the show. A few more minutes with uh, Curtis Collenbach. You're tuned into Winwood Radio. This is your host of Discussions of Truth every Wednesday here uh, at five o'clock. Be right back. Bien, bien buena, tú te ves bien buena Pareces una botella de Coca-Cola Todos los hombres su mujer golpean Te ven en la calle y te piropea Tú le contestas o le coquetea Vamos a eliminar a la más más fea Vamos a eliminar a la más más fea Alza la mano para que te vea Date una vuelta así que te ves buena Te enseña mamacita como lo menea Menea, 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 menea Te ves buena Digo corazón que tú te ves bien buena Digo mi amor que tú te ves bien buena Bien, bien buena, tú te ves bien buena Bien, bien buena, tú te ves bien buena Te pones tu tight y te ves bien buena Pones esa mini y te ves bien buena Vas para la playa y te ves bien buena Con ese bikini te ves bien buena Para hacer tráfico porque te ves buena Hombres se matan porque te ves buena Ven una libra de cadera en escalera Dos libras de cadera en escadera, tres libras de cadera en escadera, tú la tienes toda, por eso te ves buena. Digo en corazón que tú te ves bien buena. Okay, and discussion of truth. Winner Radio, Ian Trottier, right back at you. Uh, follow me on Twitter, follow me on Instagram, that's I-N-T-R-O-T-T-I-E-R. We've got Curtis uh, calling back, back with us. We're closing out here. Curtis, um, if you still have that uh, that thought there that, that, that they had, uh, uh, what was it before the call dropped? Um, shoot. Well, I was I talking about the fact that everything was hopeless? It's not hopeless. But people <laughs> need to stop. They need to stop believing the nonsense, realize that they've been told or sold a bill of goods, literally a bill of goods, um, and they need to just grow up Grow up. Stop acting like children. Grow up. See things as they really are and start looking at By the way, I should, I should say this. In 2010, I was tased for wow. allegedly not using, a, not using a turn signal. That's really where the turning point was for me, Ian, real quick, that when I realized that they could shoot a couple of barbs into my left shoulder and light me up or elect, electrocute me at 49 years old for allegedly not using a turn signal, I knew that they had some collateral some collateral claim upon my biology. So I stuck with that and I found the answer because there, otherwise it would have been a trespass, wouldn't it? Wow. Wow. There you go. Something that simple. I mean, ask the right questions. How could they do that? Not, not, I can't believe they did that. They can't do that. Yes, they can. So now figure out how they did it legally. And that's what I did. I found out all the legalities, all the laws and everything. And by the way, there's only one law. And, and I don't care how you label it. It's called God's law. Once you get back to God's law, all the rest is meaningless. It's that simple. All the rest does not apply to you. So get back to God's law, but first understand what God is, who God is, where God is. Ladies and gentlemen, Curtis Kallenbach. Curtis, uh, thanks for joining Windward Radio. It's been an incredible pleasure um, and, and, and we will be inviting you back on the program because, uh, there's a lot of different angles we could have gone and, and can go, uh, in the future. Um, uh, do you have some final words for, uh, listeners? Uh, yeah. Anybody that wants to contact me directly, obviously can contact me at Curtis at gmail.com. But for you, Ian, I noticed you, you, you like the federal reserve concept. I could go into some details on a federal reserve that would knock your socks off. 
Excellent. That that'll that'll be uh, that'll be round two with uh, with with you, Curtis. Uh, that'll be right, uh, that'll be fabulous. All right. Have a great night. Talk to you. Okay. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, Curtis Collenbach, and you can find you can find him at K U R T I S as I spell it out for you, uh, R I C H A R D, just as a sound. Curtis Collin, uh, Richard, uh, and then K A L L E N B A C H. That's Curtis Richard Collenbach dot X Y Z. K U R T I S R I C H A R D K A L L E N B A C H dot X Y Z. I'll we'll be right back with some closing comments. You're tuning in Winter Radio. Destroy. Let's go a little seek and destroy because a we seek out corruption uh, and uh, the big G per the conversation we just had with discussion we just had with Curtis that would be uh, corruption and we uh, we destroy it so we seek it out and we destroy it so we think uh, Metallica and there is no official uh, authorization from Metallica to be using that uh, I have reached out to him a couple times I haven't re- uh, haven't uh, received a response. Uh, but uh, hopefully that uh, will become a, uh, a staple as it is, a, but, it, but an authorized staple. Uh, so you can destroy. Um, so next week, of course, five times. Five times John has won um, an Emmy for, uh, for his work. Um, the Garrison Tapes. Now, look, John's a native of Toronto. He's the only TV personality to win Emmys for both his entertainment and news shows. He incepted television's first reality show, as I mentioned in the beginning of this show, Real People, 1979, creator and co-producer. John happens to be a high school dropout at the age of 15. He was deported uh, from Canada two years later. He won his first Emmy Award, hosting a controversial talk show, AMLA, and that's Los Angeles. This, the 1970 hit, radio hit, saw John interview anti-war activists. That was a bold thing to do back in, in, in 1970. That was, a, that was a bold thing to do. Um, Muhammad Ali, Cesar Chavez, uh, Jane Fonda were, were, were uh, uh, guests, to name a few, on his show. Barbara's known for association to The Gong Show, Sanford and Son, Liars Club, and KNXT. That's KCBS 
TV. His successful career in Hollywood additionally encompassed a stint as being Frank Sinatra's personal writer, time as a stand-up comedian working alongside Richard Pryor, and Robin Williams. He made personal appearances on The Dean Martin Show and The Tonight Show. John directed and wrote controversial... JFK Assassination, The Jim Garrison Tapes, 1992 documentary. After the 1963 assassination, Garrison, the Orleans Parish, Louisiana District Attorney, decided to further investigate the official report laid out by the Warren Commission. This character was portrayed by Kevin Costner in Oliver Stone's 1991 film. Barbara's documentary won award at the San Sebastian Film Festival in Spain in 1993. So, he... We'll be talking about that and also his newest book, Your Mother Is Not a Virgin, in case you didn't know. Okay, and then later on in the month, James Tracy and rounding out the month with David Icke. This has been your weekly edition. After a two-week hiatus of Discussions of Truth, I am your host, Ian Hamilton Trottier. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram. That's I-A-N-T-R-O-T-T-I-E-R. Both handles, both platforms, and please patron the website, iantrottier.com. I'll be back next week with John. Until then, be awesome. (laughs) 